Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Kendall Quinn and this is the Daily Thistle for Tuesday, September 12, 2023. Yesterday, as we began the morning meeting, we stopped for a moment of silence to mark the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. And when that moment found the sisterhood quietly reflecting, the words of Sandy Dahl, who was the wife of Jason Dahl, a pilot on the Shanksville plane, came to mind. If we learn nothing else from this tragedy, we will learn that life is short and there is no time for hope. Hello darkness, my old friend. How can you talk with you again? Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains Within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath a halo of a street I turn my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light That split the night And touched the sound of silence And in the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking People hearing without listening People writing songs That voices never share Sound of silence. Fools that I did not know. Silence like a cancer grows. Hear my words and my teachings. Take my arms that I might reach out to you. But my words like silence. In the wells of silence And the people bowed and prayed To the neon god they made And the sign flashed its warning In the words that it was forming and the sign said the words of the prophets are written on the subway walls and tenement halls and whispered in the sound of silence.
As the silence was lifted, we began to move forward. Those were the sounds of our first morning meeting in the Woolfolk Center. And in thinking about the building's namesake, Viola Woolfolk, the new meeting format is celebratory. We took advantage of it and decided to recognize the amazing generosity of Roger Sanders and E. Carlton Buddy Wilton Jr., whose $2 million transformational gifts were hailed by the sisterhood. That was our field hockey team watching on as Paige Pendergast scored the winning goal in overtime last night under the lights at Northumberland High School. Our hockey team is a first-time team, meaning that the vast majority of the girls have never played field hockey. Coach Sneed commented that it's a combination of players who are willing to put in the work and a coach, Coach Poole, who knows how to teach the skills along with the tactics. This also marks Virginia Ferguson's first shutout in the goal. As many know, this year marked the return of field hockey, and it looks like St. Margaret's historic prowess will soon follow. Hey guys, welcome to today's Sisters Pride. Today we're talking about education and if we take it for granted. Recently I've read the book Educated by Tara Westover, and if you were a senior, you just read it for your summer reading. Prior to reading the book, I would have considered myself a grateful and conscious person when it came to my education. After finishing this novel, I came to a realization. Have I always assumed my education was a given? Have I assumed it to be a constant in my life? I knew every summer after my three months of warm bliss, I would return to my school classroom, entering a new grade. It never occurred to me that that constant was seen as a luxury. For those of you who haven't read the novel, Educated shares the story of a girl who grows up in a household where women were not given or allowed to have a proper education. This novel shares the amazing story of this girl who breaks out of that toxic environment and thrives in the academic world. How often do you find yourself living your days in school in a haze? Sometimes you float from class to class, not truly appreciating the life we live. We get the ability to go to school every morning and every time we enter a classroom, we should feel grateful for that fact. Even more, we have teachers who care, teachers who want to be more than the droning voice at the front of a classroom but a mentor. It is after reading stories like Educated that puts our own lives in perspective. Every time you walk into your classroom, remember that your education is a luxury. On the river today, the sun will rise at 6.46 a.m. and set at 7.20 p.m. Low tide will be at 7.39 a.m., high tide at 1 o'clock p.m. Low tide will return at 7.36 p.m. It will be a waning crescent moon with an 8% illumination. There will be a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 5 o'clock. It will be mostly sunny with a high near 88, winds from the southwest from 3 to 7 miles per hour. In news from the BBC. BBC News with Neil Nunes. Floods in Libya are reported to have killed 2,000 people and many more are missing after a powerful storm swept through the east of the country. The widespread flooding and mudslides destroyed many roads and homes. The worst affected place was the port of Dana, where two dams and four bridges are reported to have collapsed. There's been criticism in Morocco of the speed of the official response to Friday's earthquake, which is now known to have killed more than 2,800 people. Heavy lifting equipment has begun to arrive in remote regions of the Atlas Mountains. 
A study of female surgeons in the UK has found they are being sexually harassed and in some cases raped by colleagues. It heard that some female surgeons were sexually assaulted in the operating theatre while patients were present. The Philippine Nobel laureate and veteran journalist Maria Ressa has been acquitted of a tax evasion charge. The head of the news outlet Rappler has two other court cases pending. Many thousands of people have taken part in an anti-government protest in Jerusalem. It took place ahead of a Supreme Court hearing on Tuesday on the Israeli government's judicial overhaul. The former U.S. President Donald Trump has sought to have removed the judge who is scheduled to preside over his trial for conspiring to overturn the 2020 election. Mr. Trump's lawyers argued that statements made about the case by the judge Tanya Chutkin raised questions about her impartiality. Owners of basketball teams competing in the NBA are this week expected to pass tighter rules against resting star players for games. The move comes as the world's biggest basketball league looks at securing new media rights deals and ensuring star players aren't absent from major televised games. BBC World News. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school newsfeed from the banks of the Rappahannock River here from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I am Kendall Quinn, and this was your Daily Thistle. As we grow in age, may we grow in grace.